The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Let's go, baby. Are you ready for a break? Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Friday, October 14th, 2022, Season 18, Episode number 51. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We're presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. And it is our job today to get you guys ready for Cowboys versus Eagles. Sunday night football this Sunday in Philadelphia. Uh, we have lots of different things we're going to talk about to, uh, to give you our opinions on what we think will happen. Let's start first with getting some updates on some injuries. Dak Prescott, where is he? What did he do yesterday? And uh, how's he feeling today? Sore. He's feeling sore today, according to Mike McCarthy. Not just the thumb, but also just, you know, not doing anything for a while yeah. and actually going out there and uh, and, and practicing some um, afterwards. It's a little bit of a unique deal because, you know, he's not getting team reps, but he's also – it's important. He, he's not just throwing to you know the the practice squad receivers. I mean, at the end, so uh, this is an important thing. He got some work. I think he's going to do some work in the pre pre game. Um, pre pre game. Pre pre game. There's some conflicting, not reports, just conflicting opinions surfacing around of people that want to believe stuff and how gullible I think maybe they want to be on whether or not he's going to play. I still think. And again, Brian could come in with something completely different. But no, I, you're right. You're right. I, I don't going down think the right he street. is going to be active yeah. for this game. But yeah. there's some that that feel like he might. And and McCarthy's leaving it out there as he should. As he should. <laughs> as he should. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right about that. Uh, the the soreness part of it was something that they were they're trying to work through. You're absolutely right about that. Was told that he's had better control of the ball too. The way he's throwing it, so that's that's important. That you know, it, you know, they talk about the grip strength, accuracy, and all that. You need that control, and that's yeah. something that they've really tried hard to work on right now. But they feel like it is getting better. For those people that have the luxury of maybe looking outside and seeing him throw, I bet you that they liked what they saw. You know, if they were able to see him throw there, but I don't know what that was. Those are the people that have the luxury, right, to look <laughs> right. at that. Like the people across the way at Dr. Pepper. And yeah. People like they, I've, heard, they, I've heard he looked yeah. good. I've heard he looked good, too, I've but I don't know. Good. I'm not going to look that way. But. I've heard that he was throwing some nines, and he was he was throwing pretty good and looked good. But, hey, here's the deal, that, and I think we've talked about this on the show Part of this really is, too, like getting him back into shape of throwing. He, mm-hmm. Because yeah. of the injury, he hasn't been able to throw for all these weeks. Yeah. And I think the, a lot of soreness, that's what Mike McCarthy was talking about this morning, it's not necessarily soreness in the thumb. It's soreness in the shoulder, it's the, the arm. ribs. It's all that stuff that now the mechanics of yeah. throwing and yeah. throwing regularly, he's got to work back into that. And people don't realize that's a ramp-up situation. Like, you have to get, you have to build up to that. Yeah, I mean, when he had the calf injury, yeah. right? I mean, he comes back in the Denver game, and he just wasn't – I mean, that was just a couple weeks, yeah. right, that he that he was was off and, and not – And he could actually throw yeah, with that. Yeah, it had nothing like, to do he with He could stand your, and just throw the ball, yeah. And he was rusty, and it wasn't himself, and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's that all factors in, and the fact of you know if, uh, how Cooper Rush is doing as well, if they're winning games and all that. So, 
We, he did add that. You know, I, I saw how you did I that. Mean, like, I mean, is that what we're going to do today? Are we going to do that again today? Listen, the applier strikes We keep again. doing this every day. I'm, I'm just saying, when when you when you put your chips in early in the hand and you then you see the river and all the turn and all that, you get if you're pot committed, you're pot committed, you're not just going to fold because somebody over here is like, I got aces. Like, well, cool, yeah. show them. Show them. Sometimes you get bluffed. Yeah. <laughs> Pay the man his money. You know what's funny, though? And I don't know if I should say this on the air, but I'm going to. Good. Um, you know, no, people, you're taking after me. <laughs> when, people, when people sometimes say, like, man, do y'all get a lot of pressure in the building to say things or not say no. things? It's funny because my boss, which is Nick's boss's boss, he was telling me, and Nick, you told me, yeah. he, like, hit Nick up like, man, you really think that they uh. should not bring Dak back when he's ready? And yeah. he and I had a long conversation yeah. about it, and he's hardcore like I am. Like, no, yeah. Dak just started. You he, bring him back. And he's, a, and he's like a, you know, like a putt away from, from – you know, Stephen Jones's office. Yeah. I mean, so he's up Oh, there. no. Yeah. That's, that's, that's his th- direct report is the Jones family. Like, did you hear me yeah. on the radio today <laughs> when they asked the question about, do y'all do anything over there with Jerry's birthday, 80th birthday? Yeah. And I was like, when you say y'all, like, <laughs> you're making it sound like they're like, hey, Nick, Jerry's coming out of the bathroom. We're going to surprise him here with the cake. We did you have know? a nice little Get party. Your hat did, you did? I, we had a nice little party. We, okay. It was a yeah, nice little party. Was it in the week? <laughs> we had a story you had to get to, nice right? Oh, I got to get that email updated because <laughs> yeah. it did not go yeah. through. Yeah. No, it didn't. Like, you should have been there. You should have been there. But no, it's funny because I think this is a conversation, by the way, that's happening around this entire building, yeah. and everybody has an opinion on it. And typically, your opinion is one or the other. There aren't very many people that yeah. are in between. Like, you got hardcore opinions one way or the other, and it is what it is. Hey, like, let know. me tell you this. When I when I was working with you guys, and now we had, you know, the cafeteria and all that, sometimes you're sitting by yourself eating lunch, and guys that Nick's talking about or gals that Nick's talking about just plop down at your table. And they start eating with you, and they're like, hey, listen, did you really say that? Mm-hmm. Do you really believe? And you know, so now you're having, like, between bites of your mm-hmm. club sandwich, you're trying to trying to explain, you know, exactly, well, this is why I feel right. the way I do. And now that I'm on the radio side, I get text messages from those people as we're actually talking on the radio. Oh, I've done it to you. Yeah, well, I, it's fine. You guys <laughs> I get, text you sometimes. Yeah, but I, I, we will say stuff, and the next thing you know, I'll have seven text messages from people listening on the mm-hmm. radio from, that work over here. So it's all good, but yeah, nobody – my experience is – the one thing, and I, I'll tell the quick story about – and I think I've said this before about Jerry Jones. You know, like when you, know, you talk about things and – and he, you know this platform allows you to say things, you know, good or bad. And the time when Jerry was walking down the hall, him and I, and I bumped into him, say, "Hey, Mr. Jones," and he goes, "Hey, Brian, how you doing? I'm great." And he goes, "Hey, you're kicking my ass pretty good right now. You're kicking my ass pretty good, but you're fair." He goes, "Keep up the good work." And I thought right then and there, I went back to my office, there, a little Valley Ranch, little door mm-hmm. in the that back office we had, closed the, dungeon, the door. Yeah. Awesome. And I, I almost threw up because I thought, well, he's getting rid of me. You know, <laughs> Look, I mean, he's signing he, the paper right now. Yeah, I'm he's gone. like, he's like, hey, Brian, you're kicking my ass, and you need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> Go see Heidi. Yeah, exactly. And so, it, but that's that's how this this organization where it's unique. It, it really, is. really is unique. People honestly care about what you say, but they give you the opinion to say what you want to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the cool thing about working here. No, really it was is. funny. Like literally. We had that conversation yesterday. It was about a 15, 20-minute conversation. He was pretty adamant about it. He was like, I got to catch up with Nick. We got to have this conversation. I just want to know what he's thinking. (laughs) And I wanted to say, yeah, I think part of this is Nick's just stubborn. Like Nick's like, you're not talking me off my opinion, even if I may agree with you a little bit. You're not talking me off of this opinion. So I'll say this, though, Nick. (laughs) And you know it's true. You know how you are. In the early 2000s, (laughs) I would have killed to have Cooper Rush as a quarterback. (laughs) I'm just saying, I would have killed to have Cooper Rush. Better yet, you would have killed to have this defense. Uh, That's 
every, to kill for. Defense was fine. Zimmer was doing a decent job, man. I mean, we we just had if, no quarterback. I'm telling you we this. No quarterback. I've never thought this coming coming back from a Philly game, but if the Cowboys lose to Philly, it'll be okay. Like I'll be like, all right. I asked that question. Then you just then you just gotta be like, okay, this thing is over now. Yeah, it's over. Just go play. Your team's four and two. Good job, Cooper Rush. But you managed things while you while Dak was. Well, that's confusion. Not. What are you basing this off? That, that he's exactly. undefeated. Like, is it superstition? That, yes, yes, okay. that he is undefeated. Super- he has not lost a game ever in his life. Yeah. He even, I mean, he he's always won, always. And so I'm just in the saying, NFL. In the NFL, yeah, five, yeah, in the NFL. five times. Yeah, five times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, five times. But, and, it's but five times more than Johnny Manziel. <laughs> true. Right. No, but uh, that's that's all it is. It's just it's just the good luck it's charm. Like the, He's your yes. Little. The guy keeps winning. Prove to me that you can lose. Okay, and you haven't done that. And if he goes and does, and that's why I, I'm bothered by the comment like the guy keeps winning because he is winning, but the defense is who's winning. Like it's not. You're not winning because of Cooper Rush. He's helping you stay in the game. But I, I, I think it's just and the defense. Just the, the defense played okay. No, no, the defense played pretty well against Tampa. Yeah, they played pretty. For that they, offense, they did. Yeah, they yeah. did. So um, Dak would have just kept running the ball instead of checking out of plays. Right. And so <laughs> if, if back to Cooper Rush, if Dak, back to Cooper Rush, right? If Dak wouldn't have played one of his three or four worst games yeah. of his life. In that yeah, week one, right. and then all of this, it would have been a little bit different. Yeah. But but that, that's all that's all you've seen right now. If he would have played the game he played against Tampa last year to open the season, yes. this would not have been, even been a conversation. No. I don't think. It's, yeah. You're right. You're right. And so it. That's why I, I say that about if they lose, it's like because because I know who the better quarterback is. There's no doubt about it. Who the better quarterback is? There's only there maybe one or two things you could possibly say Cooper does better than Dak. Dak does six or seven more things better. Cooper Rush knows it. Everyone knows that. Yeah. But it's just you're not win- he's winning and and I have a hard time just changing that when for for nothing. Can I ask you guys a real quick question? I asked sure. this question on the radio of my guys. I said, "Do you think Dak Prescott fans Hoping for a cowboy loss. The Dak no. Prescott no, fans. There's no I, way no. you're a fan and hope. I mean, yeah. if you're we, we went through Dak that a couple fan, years you're a ago. Yeah. Fan. No, it ultimately they want to win. Now they they do think that, I, and I, I'm judging this by my own reaction uh-huh. and by a lot of things I see on Twitter. I think the people who are more in the camp of Dak needs to play. They think this whole thing is silly. The whole yeah. conversation is silly because they're like, give me the best player. When they're healthy, right. and that gives you best chance to win, but I don't think it's at the expense of saying, "Give me a loss against a team that if you beat them, now you're in the driver's seat of the sure. NFC East yeah. with three wins." Like I don't think anybody no. wants that. I, I'll, I'll say this though: they want the Cowboys to win, but then if you can pick how the win is, <laughs> they want it to be thirteen to ten, and they wanted and, a twelve-seven game yeah. like last night. They want, night. Co- yeah, they want yeah. Cooper to do what he did last week: give yeah. me a hundred yards but, passing. But the defense is just. I talked to Nate Newton this morning about this about this same scenario that the Cowboys were down twenty to sixteen with three minutes to go. Go. Cooper's 80 yards away and he's driving. He's got to go for the touchdown and go for the win. He dri- if he drives down for the win to win this game, what does that do? Like that, that now Jerry just got to get his shoes on and start walking to New York because that's that's what 
He said, I would walk to New York to have this kind of controversy. And if the guy wins five in a row, that's why I said it. Because he's not going to win five in a row. He's not going to beat all these three teams and then go beat the Rams and the Eagles. you just made your pick? Wait till you guys get on the airplane and you guys, Dallas gets the win. Nick is going to be yelling from his seat when that cat, when. If what? If you guys get, if the Cowboys get the win this weekend, you're going to, hey! I told you guys, loosening, no. that, loosening that tie. No, well, I he's told saying the opposite, though. It's he's actually saying, worse because I'm like, oh, God, crap, I, this is real. I, like, I this told, is really going to happen? I told all you MFers. <laughs> and now I got to go back on here Monday it's and like, be like, like, either stick with your statement or then re- completely no, like, go like, against it. It's like my dad in, in my sophomore year in high school. Yeah. He said, if you get straight A's, I will take you to the SEC basketball tournament in Birmingham, Alabama. Straight A's, I can get straight C's. And I was like, okay. And I did. And he was like, oh, crap. Right. And he tried to do that. How was that tournament that you're good? Yeah, Shaq. (laughs) Yeah, Shaq played in and got kicked out. But Shaq, yeah, Arkansas, Alabama, Kentucky was awesome. My dad had to sign up for a, a season ticket holder for South Carolina basketball. Just to get because you, you buy a couple oh, you of tickets say it. and you got Once it. You say it, yeah. you gotta do it. And he yeah. he he was a member. He got South Carolina stuff for like ten years because he <laughs> yeah. he signed up for that just to get because he was oh. like, oh crap, you're in now. Yeah. Yeah. Now the next yeah. year, oh, no, no. Well, but he also proved his point. You could get could straight do A's, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure that came up in future but once years. The carrot like, stopped what are you doing, Mister yeah. Mister oh, yeah. Nick? Like, mm-hmm. why are we not bringing home straight A's? Yeah. yeah, got a golf trip to Pebble Beach for this one in college at Texas now. So, and and I got the great, and it's like he's trending that way. So, but he's oh, smart, oh, that's though. what you said to your yeah, son? golf trip Pebble Beach. If if what he gets straight A's, he's a Texas. good student. though. Yeah, he's a good and student. And like I'm thinking, oh, he's going to get one B. You know, <laughs> no. it's college. He's going to get. No, I got the grades back so far. I'm, I'm, I better get a fifth job so I can <laughs> yeah, help this out. All right, Derek, real, can we talk about a raise I know, this right? job right here? Real quick, before we go to our first break, catch me up on Jason Peters. Where is he on his uh, recovery? Yeah, the Jason Peters one is he got reps yesterday. with okay. and, and, and so he came in the locker reps room. Reps with the team? Rep in the team, yeah. Okay. So he was telling uh, Nick and all those guys in the locker room that, that he's planning on playing and all yeah. that. So uh, trending in the right way. I think you're probably going to see more work from him today. But he did get reps in the actual team period yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I'm not sure who he talked to, but he, somebody from Philly, one of the players, FaceTimed him, and he said, what's up, fat boy? And so, you know, Peters isn't really – the slimmest guy in the world, so I don't know, you know, and that's just how they talk to each other. But yeah, he's already talking to Eagle guys, all that. I know he definitely wants to play. I thought it was interesting that McCarthy said this is his best practice since he's been here, yeah, not just since the injury. Oh, I think he wants here. to get out there and yeah. play. And I, don't I think my question is, what do you, if you're making the call? What do you do here? Because McGovern hasn't been bad. I no. think McGovern's played well. Roll him in. Just you just roll, kind of just roll him in. Rep, I mean, a few yeah. few series. Yeah, you kind roll of mix him, in. him in. When you see Jordan Davis trot out, yeah. then roll him in there <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, big See, on big. That's still big, big on Bob. That's a Bob right there. Big <laughs> on big. But yeah, that's Bob. the thing. I think we we had on this morning on, on our podcast this morning uh, a writer from Philadelphia, and, and he he was talking about that all the locker room, you know, because because Peters called uh, the Philly fans, yeah, idiots, yeah, effing idiots, and we were asking the question to say he goes, no, no, really, what Tank Lawrence said yesterday in the locker room about the game and all that. Is more bulletin board about Jalen Hurts? Yeah, about like Ken played more, us. Yeah, that's more bulletin board material than what Jason Peters. He felt like the Jason Peters was going to get a really good ovation from the Philly fans. Believe really? It. Yeah, that's I'll no, believe no. that when I see no, it. this guy from WIP. I don't think I've ever seen the Eagles fans give anybody an ovation. 
Even yeah. their own guys. Yeah. Like, I just, that's just not feeling. But, like, when? I mean, well, they when, show, maybe show his picture. Maybe, up maybe. There, yeah, they might know, say, yeah, welcome yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. I would be interested to see that. If they, if, if they gave him a standing ovation, I would have a little different, maybe yeah. not a big one, a little different. Well, that's what he fans. thought. I'm like, I don't, I, I don't buy I never that. told, yeah. when I worked they, up there, I never told anybody was from Santa Dallas. I they, yeah. They like, beat up Santa Claus. They're, they're not going to like him. Yeah. This, this fan base, they're, they're different, man. Randall Cunningham went back and he got booed. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. The best win you can get in an NFL city is this place. The best what? Best win. Oh yeah, the, the best win. The oh, win yeah, is the win isn't the game over. The win is under the tunnel, and then uh, nothing is thrown yeah. your way. Then you're like, okay, I made. It. But you know, there's gonna be something thrown. The you Cowboy fans there taunting the Philly fans is the best. That's the the, the when they're going back and forth. They're the bravest people in the world. Absolutely, they're brave. Gotta Those be brave guys. to live up there, yeah. And and then just to go and wear the you know wear the cowboy jersey, yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. No, it happens. <laughs> why, Derek? Not? why not? No, Derek. I saw that's a guy. That's the person watching from the press box. No, I mean, but I, I always look at. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I always looked at that. Like, okay, I'm going to a game and I'm gonna wear whatever I want to wear. It's America. I can do I, that. Why would I be worried about that? I was at a Flyers game one time. It is America. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a Flyers game one time, and uh, the guy had a New York Rangers jersey on. And Howard Eskin and I from WIP were walking to the state, and this guy from the Rangers was getting his jersey was getting beat up by the mm-hmm. fam. Like we're all kind of like, hey, hey, you know, kind of a thing. But yeah, the advice Barry Church gave advice yesterday: like, don't wear your jersey up there. He's telling the fans, don't wear your jersey up there. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. All right, we're we'll going to take our first break. When we come Derek's going to wear his jersey. I'm there. wearing my jersey. Uh, we're going When we come back, we do want to talk about some of the matchups. I want to ask these guys what they think of the biggest challenges offensively for Dallas, biggest challenge for defensively for Dallas. We'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far with up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less. The satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the break. Hey, live music fans, head to the Star in Frisco on Wednesday, October 26th, for a brand new monthly concert series, Sounds of the Star, featuring the spectacular Southern Soul Band, Prophets and Outlaws. Hmm. The concert kicks off at 7 p.m. and is free and open to the public. For more information, visit thestarinfrisco.com. Welcome back. Second segment of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. This, this segment brought to you by Blockchain.com. Let's talk about the matchups, Cowboys versus Eagles. What's the biggest offensive challenge facing Dallas this weekend? Scoring points. Mm. And how will they score the points? How are they going to score some points? Um, it's probably just it's going to be making sure that you sustain drives that don't have penalties, and also you got to get touchdowns down there. I mean, when you get to the first and 10 on the 24-yard line, okay, the drive's looking good, looking good. It can't be first and 20 at the 34 because of holding penalty, and then now all you're doing is just playing to get in range for a field goal. So it's got to be got to be clean operation all the way through, no setbacks. I mean, I'm not saying play a perfect game, but it's got to be pretty close because you're going to have to – you can't just be trading field goals, I don't think, not, not this week. Yeah, I think the biggest challenge would be secondary. When they play zone coverage, they give up plays. When they play man coverage, they tend to play better. The challenge will be, can you win on the outside? Can you get some separation? You know, Can you force these guys to grab you and hold you? We talked about this on our show yesterday. John Hussey's the official. They give, he's the, this crew is the second most pass interference penalties in the league. They'll call them. Give them a reason to call. You know, I mean, it's probably going to go both ways. Dallas will be a little grabby. They're going to be really grabby. That's what Slay, that's what Bradbury, that's what those guys do. You know, I, I think that, you know, that, that the Cowboys can find a way to win those battles on the outside. The protection part of it's going to be tough. I don't, I mean, it's not going to be pretty. But, you know, if you can win as quickly as Cooper Rush gets rid of the football, I think you got a shot to win some of these outside matchups and kind of keep some drives going. This team's not very good on third down, but you're not very good on third down either uh-huh. offensively. That's that's the problem, and that's one of the reasons why you say, "Well, heck, you know, having Dak in there, I would feel a whole lot better against this defense if Dak was playing just because of just for third down. Yeah, you know, just that ability to win on third down, and that's what this game's going to probably come down to. You know, do the Cowboys? Is there going to be a lot of three and out, three and out, three and outs? I don't know if you can survive that. Defense is good, but don't put them in harm's way a lot. And, you know, you got to win on the outside to, to convert on third downs. That's exactly what I was going to say. Just mention the third downs. And this is a point where they got to be able to improve, especially because this is a favorable matchup for them in that aspect. So we know you're not going to be winning this game with just field goals. You got to have your offense score hopefully maybe the defense but you can't put you know you can't expect D-Law to go score another touchdown or somebody else on defense you got to be able to create some point for your uh for your defense and sorry wow 
Okay. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Create points for your defense. Oh, and yeah, and then yeah. also don't don't tire out your defense. That's yeah. another aspect that I'm concerned about. Don't like run the ball, commit to the run as well. Be able to kind of give your defense a little break and and drink some water, cool down for a moment for them to get back in because they're gonna be playing Boy, highest level the whole game. That is such a good point right there, and I'm serious about this because it's gonna come down to when you're playing a team that has RPOs and all the things mm-hmm. that they do with the smoke and the mirrors and stuff like that. Sitting on the sidelines and being able to look at the pads and say, "Okay, this is what we got to think about this now." We, you know, they're giving us this. Okay, get ready for this. I mean, if you don't have time to sit there and adjust as the game goes along because you're dealing with three and outs, that's a great point by yeah, you. That is a good point. You got to be able on that sidelines to at least take a cup of Gatorade, look at the pads, say, "All right, this is what we're going rotational wise this time," and get ready. We're going to go rotational wise this time. You know, again, so especially if they're going no huddle, like you mentioned. Yeah, that's that, that, here's yeah, what they're doing right yeah, now. Exactly. Here's what we expect they're going to be doing. That, that here's be, how we're going to. That might be it. the yeah. best point of the whole day, right there. Yep. yep. All right. Uh, let's flip to the other side. What's the biggest challenge Dallas has uh, defensively? I mean, hurts. I mean, yeah. stopping him, and 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 he's not. He's just he's a weapon throwing the ball. He's a weapon running the ball. The Cowboys don't have that, obviously, uh, on their side of the ball. And so, you know, what what do they do? You know, the problem to me when you have a spy for somebody is that if he's back there and he's just throwing, it, it's 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 just you're neutralizing yourself because your quarterback's standing there and you've got a guy doing nothing, just kind of sitting there watching him. Um, and yeah, and, and who's to say that he even stops him, even if it's one on one in the open field? So I don't love the spy thing, but I understand why teams do it. Yeah, uh, the running game. We know that's the weak point for this Cowboys defense, and they've been really good at stopping offenses in the red zone. But what happens when they got running backs who can run, they got a quarterback who can run, so what happens in the red zone when you put those two and two together and one of them gets away from you, you can't stop them, and then once they get going, we know what it does to you, changes the rhythm, the dynamic of the game. So we can't let them go take a lead and start the game with the lead in that aspect. So that's going to be, I think, a, a, a challenge for Dan Quinn and the defense seeing how they adjust to a running game in the red zone. These guys don't give up a lot of pressures, and your defense is based on getting mm-hmm. pressure and getting sacks. And so then it turns into how disciplined are you? This is going to be a game of how disciplined are you to sit there and say, I can't go flying down there inside and try and make a hero play when I know I have outside responsibility. The minute you try to make the hero play, he gets out of there, hurts, and spins it, and now it's a 25-yard gain, and everybody in the press box is losing their minds because of, oh, they had a sack, and now it's not a sack. It's a 25-yard gain. Discipline is going to be the thing. Can the Cowboys play with enough discipline to slow this offense down? All right, we're going to play a quick game. Uh, I'm going to call it Big on Big. Here's what we're going to do. We're talking about the strengths that the Cowboys have versus strengths of the Philadelphia Eagles. And I want you guys to tell me which which strength you mm. think wins this week. All right? Let's start first with Dallas. Sacks allowed. Right now they're ten, tied for 10th in the league. They don't get their quarterback sacked a lot. Philadelphia sacks. They are tied for 4th in the league. Which one wins? Philly. I think they're going to get 
more. I mean, I think that the Cowboys will give up more sacks than they're probably used to in this game. Yeah, Nick is right. He said this early in the week. It's it's a lot different with Cooper Rush playing quarterback. Contact to him generally equals hold the ball, get down, don't do anything stupid. Or throw it away Yeah, exactly. Quickly. There's yeah. not a yeah. wiggle through, and then now we're breaking free on a pass. It, your right tackle has played really well. Your left tackle is I mean, he's he's done his part too. We'll see what happens. You got a Hall of Fame right guard, but what's the center? What's the left guard? How's that all going to play in this game? The backs are going to be a big part of this too, with their protection. You know, so I think there's going to be pressure. Are there going to be sacks? Probably not, but man, I think it's going to be disruptive for the Cowboys. Yeah, I agree. And we know, I mean, Cooper Rush can be mobile and he can run, but that's not something he's had to do in a lot of these games. I mean, we know he's shown moments where he can, but at this point, I don't think that defensive line and the pressure she's gotten so far has made him have to run or get out of the pocket very much. So it's going to be interesting to see if they do start giving up sacks and pressure, how a guy like Cooper Rush will react to that. Okay. Let's look at Dallas points allowed. Right now they are third in the league in points allowed. Philadelphia is fifth in points scored. Which one wins out? I mean, I, I know what I'm picking for the for the score, so I'm going to say the Cowboys win out. I'm going to say that they slow down. I mean, I think that they're going to be allowing what they're you know around what they have been with giving their up with right? their man. Yeah, probably about what the average. The is. average right now is I think 14. And, okay. I think it's 14 and a half. Okay, 15. That's what I'll go with. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going to add eight points to that. What they're going to mm. give up, and so yeah, I think that extra th- touchdown. Yeah, the extra touchdown. I, I just I, I worry. I worry. You know, Amber's talking. About, everybody's talking about how the Cowboys are going to score in this game. You know, how are they going to score? They're going to have to, if somehow, some way, defensive touchdown, block field goal, something something extra. You're going to need that block. That block punt was huge helping them. It, I mean, you know, you, you get on the – the Cowboys offense comes on the field and, you know, they're, they're in a situation where they're already up 6 nothing and not having to do anything. You know, so something like that is going to have to turn. But I, I think they're going to have they're going to give up one more touchdown. I'll say Philadelphia wins the battle of the scores. I think so too, and it's going to come down to again, like Brian just said, how much can your offense score? I think the defense can do enough for you to keep you in the game, but I'm still not quite sure that that will be enough in this instance if Cowboys offense doesn't score more. So uh, the past two weeks, they've held to 10 points mm-hmm. both games, which is pretty impressive. And every week they just keep like giving up less and less points. So I think this is a week where they will allow a little bit more and it's just going to come down to which offense is going to be able yeah, to the, score. Yeah, the Philadelphia offense is a little bit like cooking a brisket. They have this thing called the stall where the temperature never goes up. Yep. They score points and then they stop. It, it's weird. They, they, they have a point where they get to like, oh, they've scored 27 points. And then they really don't put anybody away. They were up on Minnesota in a game. Didn't really Detroit. put them away. Detroit didn't put them away. You know, that's if this is why if Dak Prescott played for me today, that I would feel like they're going to have Philadelphia, it, it's going to be, it's going to be a back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But, you know, with Cooper, I'm not sure. But if you can somehow get them the stall on their points, which they have, and then just rally your ass off to maybe make this a, you know, at the end it comes down to Brett Maher kicking a 52-yard field goal, 
or something yeah. like that. But you need to get them to that stall and then hope that you can find whatever you're looking for to get the game in your in your favor. All right, here's the final one. Turnover differential. Right now, Cowboys are tied for second in the league. Philly is first. Yeah. Who wins the ten- turnover battle? That's, that's going to be the game. Like yeah. That will determine the game. I'm going to go with Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going with the Cowboys. They, yeah. they, they'll get some turnovers. Yeah. I mean, they, they are just too disruptive. We talked about it. Like, what happens if they don't get that pressure? They're going to get it. I mean, yeah. they're going to they're going to get the pressure. Mm-hmm. They that's what they do. They, they, this is not a man. They couldn't get home today. They will. And if he has to sacrifice the back end and and one on one on the outside or whatever, he will because Dan Quinn's going to get the pressure. Yeah, Jalen Hurts doesn't particularly play very well against Cowboys. Like the last two times he's played, what lost by twenty both times, something right around there, you know. But it's. It's one of those things. Philadelphia, though, creates turnovers themselves. And Cooper Rush has proven that he won't turn the ball over. So I will say Dallas will win the turnover battle here. It might be by winning it by one. But, you know, it's, it, I think Dallas will, will get enough turnovers here. All right, the we're energy gonna... is going to be so – sorry. I was oh, going to yeah. say the energy – there's going to be such a high energy in this game. Mm-hmm. A lot of – like it's going to be very, very competitive. So I think that that – and also given – Week after week, there has been a lot of instances where the Cowboys defense has been close at getting like more turnovers than what they've gotten so far. They just haven't. It just hasn't happened. But it, yeah. this is a game where like you combine the energy, the com- you know the comments you've heard throughout the week pre- heading into this game. Like it's gonna be at another level, and I would imagine that just makes you play even more hard at the game and get your hands on the ball. If I had a choice, Dallas can lose the turnover battle. Don't lose the big play battle. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. If, you, if you're going to lose the turnover battle, if it's going to be 2-1, fine. I'll lose it. Don't lose the tw- plus 20 play battle. I think the key player of this game for the Cowboys is Tony Pollard because Tony Pollard's the type of guy that they can make a big play for you like we did last week, but to get him in the game, he also has to be able to block, and, and the Eagles like to send blitzes, that, and, and can he hold up there? It's going to be one of those, you know, do I get you before you get me? And so when he's in the game, they may try to attack him, even though he can attack him as well. That, to me, is going to be the, the key turning point is how, who, who wins with Tony Pollard out there on the field? All right, we're going to take our final break. We're going to come back. we got some questions from some fans. We'll do that when we come right back. DallasCowboys.com radio. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Little sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet! You need 
unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back to the break. Speaking of barbecue, you can go to the Barbecue Fest Dallas, located at the Miller Lighthouse at AT AT&T Stadium. Join your Cowboys from November 4th through November the 6th for some of the best barbecue in the country. Get your tickets today at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. Barbecue When is that date again? November 4th through the 6th. Sounds good to me. Welcome. Which, which, it's the bye week. Just the whole time? Just yeah, going to be there for three the days? Yeah, just the whole weeks. Yeah. yeah we got week. Alabama, Tennessee's already playing. That's what, yeah, okay. We got, That's I'm what th- I'm looking forward to. Bye week. I'm, I'm playing on, it'll be nice. The weather will be nice outside yeah. by then. Yeah. I plan to get outside of my grill and just do it up that week. Smokers, yeah. And just have like a case of drinks and just sit out there. Miller like Light, the official beer of the Dallas that, Cowboys. That works for me. It's the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. That works for me. All right, final segment of the break live from SWBC Mortgage Studios at the start. Let's get into some questions. We had this one young lady, Ambar, Ambar Garcia. <laughs> Who's uh, that? I don't know. Her question was, what's the weather <laughs> looking like out there in Philly? Thank you for asking. I've already looked it up. 61 <laughs> degrees, 4-mile-per-hour northeasterly wind. Make sure you check oh, wow. that out. Mm. And uh, virtually no chance of rain. That's what it'll look like at kick, so... Pretty good, pretty good uh, temperatures for a football game. Not Does that bad. just mean we don't get questions? Is that what that is? <laughs> no, we got lots of questions. Okay. But I saw that one and I was like, well, "Are you we saying my question wasn't important?" No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, I've been on shows that we've done in the past where we kind of answer we our, own our own questions. No, when we do that, we make up our own names. Like you, you don't just put. <laughs> Not Amber always. On whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't, don't tell them our secrets. <laughs> Not always. Joe and Flower Mound is offended right now by what you're saying. <laughs> there is a Joe and Flower Mound that's like. There's Brian a, loves me. If they knew some of the stuff we had to do back in the day when we had only 100 listeners, like we've done some some there's, things there's that we some, had to kind of manufacture a little bit. There's actually a Twitter account, Joe and Flower Mound. Really? Yeah. 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 That's it's, my made-up guy. It's not that anymore. That's what it used to be. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, we've moved beyond that. That's right. his burner account. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> let's uh, let's get a call from uh, – I mean, I'm sorry. Let's do a uh, fan question from Charlie Moe. His question is, who is the Philly X factor that, that could change this game? Not the, a frontline guy that you already have talked about, but some X factor player that that come Monday we could be talking about. Dallas. Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. Yeah. That I he's a guy we've talked about a lot too. I, Dallas or Boston? Dallas Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Boston Scott's him. been, you know He's hurt, right? He has been banged up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're in a little bit. I remember last year he was he was a guy that was, 
that had some pretty nice plays. But, yeah, Dallas Goddard. I mean, I just think you, you get all these other guys locked in and all that, and then it's, you know, it's it's always like third and seven. It's like Goddard for 18 yards and yeah. move the sticks. Yeah, uh, Kenneth Gainwell is a guy, too, that they, mm-hmm. they like to use behind Sanders because Boston Scott has been banged up. They've used – Gainwell, they'll use him in the jet sweeps, the tosses, yeah. the outside runs and stuff like that. You know, you just don't need these backs to get going in this game. You know, I mean, it, it's tough. I mean, if you if you had to say, oh, can I shut down one? Let me shut down this tight end. I don't want and – the, and the Cowboys play really well against tight end. They're number one in the league when it comes to – said this earlier in the week. When it comes to playing tight ends, four yards a catch, no touchdowns. It, boy, if you told me that right now for Dallas, you know, for Dallas Goddard, I'd be like, yes, sign me up. What do you think about a guy like Quez Watkins? He's a deep ball. That's what I'm saying. Like guy, a yeah. guy that that just kind of he's not going to kill you the whole game, but he gets that one big catch that sets up the score. That yeah. you know, yeah, he he he. You definitely yeah. have to worry about because what happens is it's RPO, RPO, mm-hmm. RPO, and then it's the Boom. fake the they fake the screen and then they send Quez on a vertical. Route and everybody's bit on the screen, and now the ball's over the top. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, next question. Let's get a question from Joe T. He says, Do we see three safeties full time Sunday with Wilson spying Hertz? If so, what linebacker comes out? And I'll change it a little bit. They're not going to do anything full time, right. everything will be kind of a mix. But do you see them doing quite a bit of three safety? And who's the linebacker that comes out in that situation? Well, I think it would be Barr that would probably come off the field, but. I don't think they're going to play a lot of three safeties in mm. this game. I really don't. And I kind of feel like, though, it depends on how you're going to treat Dallas Goddard, mm-hmm. you know, uh, how you're going to cover him. Are uh, you going to cover him with a safety? Well, then that would, take the, that would take the safety out of playing down in the box and doing those things. But I, I kind of feel like that you need, you know, this is a line that has some physicality to it. Myalata at tackle, Dickerson at guard. You know they've got some guys on that left side. You you just can't put a safety down in the box and say, okay, take on runs, take on runs. We had Barry Church on 105.3, the fan yesterday, and he says, listen, it, it's 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 something you have to do, and it's something that Quinn does. But against this team, you just don't want as much as they pull guys and move guys. You just don't want safeties having to take on offensive linemen like these guys. So I really don't know how much you're going to see with that. That ex, that safety is probably going to be the guy that takes uh, Dallas Goddard yeah. in this game. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, oh, I don't know if you, you had one, Amber. And better than what Brian just said. Serious, are you kidding me? What else can I say that Brian No, I just No, it, it, I, I just wouldn't play him just because – if you make it a light box, just not on numbers, but you're making a light box because of the the girth and the weight that yeah. you have down this, there. This this is going to be a huge game for Leighton Vanderish. Exactly because you know the, the Eagles can play so many different styles. If if like that's there's to me the way he played against the 49ers is not you know that that's not a um, a surprise because the way they like to play physical and that's his style. But the Eagles can do all of that. Yeah. They can they can play you know fast. They can play light. They can play heavy. So you know when when it's it's almost like a guessing game. You just hope to guess right, and it's going to be a big game because for yeah. Layton's going to have to be chasing Hurts around. He's going to have to be chasing tight ends. This is a Sean Lee game. Remember how Sean Lee? Sean Lee used to play the Eagles. He would twenty times. It was like it was like there was one time where they had to try and uh, they were in field goal range, and this like one of his last games and. And like it's a third down play, and they they like throw a little sh- a little pass to the sideline, and, and Sean Lee just comes flying up, and he you know, it's a loss of six, 
and it knocks him out of field goal range. You know, I mean, yeah. it, that's, that's, that's the, the kind of way, or the interception he had in against, you know, where he just like he's, he yeah, just, just gets him just right there uh, and it yeah. hits him in the chest, and you're like, that's a Sean Lee play. Nobody played the Eagles linebacker no as a linebacker better the Eagles than than Sean Lee did. He, he, Leighton Vanderish, he has a Sean Lee game. You're in, you're you're going the yeah. right direction. I was looking at the practice report from yesterday and just kind of the list on both sides. Ours were pretty okay, but their list is yeah. pretty long, and a lot of their their guys are just limited. You know, they're gonna play and all yeah. that. So I wanted to ask though, like out of those guys, I mean. "Quote unquote," like whoever's banged up, like which guy would can the, uh, the Cowboys benefit the most of that player being somewhat banged up? If you told me that Jason Kelsey wasn't going to play this game, I would jump up and down and cheer. <laughs> it, and then Jordan Mailata, the big tackle, because that means that Jack Driscoll comes in. I Although think, Mailata's been practicing, this yeah, season. that's what yeah. I'm saying though. But he's got, I believe, he's dealing with a shoulder. Do they have any DNPs? Uh, anybody not practice? No. I did, well, you got the list in front of yeah, yeah. Do they have anybody that – it seems like everybody on there has been – They're playing. Yeah. Limited. Yeah, I don't yeah they're think, all limited. But, but what happened is Kelsey, Kelsey practiced in like three plays in, took himself out. Mm. So that helps. if you tell me that Cam Jurgens a center – and Cam Jurgens is a rookie center and he'd be fine – but Cam Jurgens against what you're rolling through there at defensive tackle, let me win that one. Yeah. That, that would be one let me win right There's now. only one uh, limited that I'm pretty sure is not going to play. Dak. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's get some predictions. What do you guys think is going to happen this weekend? Cowboys versus Eagles in Philadelphia on Sunday night. Let's start first with you, Amber. Well... <laughs> Can I start speaking Spanish now? <laughs> um, okay. No bueno? <laughs> no. Well, hold on. It, it's going to be a really – it's a whole new challenge for, for the team, for the Cowboys. But, you know, no way in, in hell, on earth, on heaven, or anywhere that my soul is would I ever pick Eagles to win a game against anybody, especially against the Cowboys. So I'm picking the Cowboys. Um going to be a tough tough matchup i think i had them winning like uh 23 21 or something like that doesn't matter point is they're gonna win somehow some way <laughs> dan quinn is gonna manage to get their defense playing like badasses again there you go well people are already telling me i'm going to hell so i don't have a soul or anything <laughs> oh like God. that so uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's I think it's going to be difficult for Dallas to score in this game. If Dak Prescott was playing this game, I would pick the Cowboys in this game. I, I'm going to pick the Eagles 23-13. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for the Cowboys to hold them and, and check. I think holding them to 23 points is a, a really good day, by the way, against this Eagles offense. But I just worry about you scoring enough. I hope I'm wrong as always, but uh, Eagles uh, 23, Dallas 13. Yeah, I, I've gone back and forth on this one, and and you know the, the reason why I think I wanted to pick against the Cowboys is because it's like, is this really going to keep going? I mean, can they can they keep this thing going like this? And then then I stop and think, well, why does Philly have to keep it going? I mean, they, they've won five in a row. It's not they're the only team in the league that hasn't lost, and his you know history shows that you're going to lose, especially if you play close games like they have. So why do they have to keep it going? I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna go with the Cowboys to win this game, twenty to sixteen. I think it's going to be a, a fight all the way. I think they get that one more turnover and, and a costly turnover down in the red zone that that's going to help them win. I'm going to tell you what. 
I just when I look at these two teams, I think they both have good offense. I mean, I think they both have good teams. Both have good defenses. Philly's offense has played really well this year. Cowboys' offense has done what it needed to do. Uh, but I also, when I look at it a little closer, I believe more in the opponents that Dallas has played. Um, and I look at teams like, or, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, teams like Cincinnati, teams like uh, like Los Angeles, and I think both those teams when we get to the end of the season, are going to be right in the mix for the playoffs. They're going to be really Giants good are playing well right Giants, now. Yeah. I was going to I was going to tell you the Giants differently because the way I look at the Giants, people aren't giving them a lot coach, of credit. They're better coach. But they're 4-1. and one. Yeah. And, and, and the Cowboys took it to them. And I, I look at that, and I look over on the other side of that and what Philly has played, and I don't know that they've had the same level of competition that the Cowboys have. And in all of those scenarios, Cowboys defense showed up big. I think they do the same thing this week. And I think come Monday – this is a statement game for the Cowboys. I think people look at the Cowboys very, very differently after this game and say, yeah, I don't know if there's an offense other than maybe Buffalo, Kansas City, those types of offenses that may give this Cowboys defense some problems. I think Cowboys win big 29. I think it, it is not a close 20 game. 20-9? to 20-9. Nine? to nine. I think they keep doing what they've been doing. I think the defense shuts them down, and I think the Cowboys offense does exactly what it's been doing. Just <laughs> That's, kinda a, that's pretty bold, nine yeah. points. Get that get that number goes down again. Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I, I just – this defense, I am. I'm a believer, and until they show me, until I see an offense that can treat them in a way that that I haven't seen so far. Now, Tampa Bay, you can put that one out there, and and although they had a good game, I don't even know if they knew exactly how good they could be. I think their confidence is growing over these weeks. Yeah, I think this week that they're going to be a funky game them. all the way around, and it just you know that was one where I, I think you can really make the case, even though you couldn't the year before. I think you could make the case that Dak. Just not doing anything in the preseason with, and yep. he needed to. I mean, that that's the thing. Like th- with all the new receivers and new weapons, like they needed, they needed that, they yeah. needed that uh, more than maybe they did kind of before. And I think the whole game, you, you kind of can throw it out. Dak's a better quarterback than what he showed then. I think the defense is better than what they even showed. I agree. So uh, you know, it happened. You, you throw them out there. But and I'll say this: I think, although I don't think the offensive line is as bad, I think Tampa Bay's offense is a better offense than Philadelphia. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, and so I. I think that this week, I think this Dallas defense, you're going to still see them get after him. It may not be to the same level, but they're going to get after him, and they're going to force them into some situations where we're going to see just how good Jalen Hurts is. Shout we out will. to the bros. But at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, I do think Dallas's defense will will win out, and I think this team wins uh, big in Philadelphia. Real, All right. quick, real quick, I know we have to go, but you know how you guys always like to mention home field advantage and all yeah. that. Like, do you, do you think that would be a problem this weekend? Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be fifty fifty like it was. Oh, no, right? no, it will not. There'll be a lot. Of, there'll be a lot of really good. There'll be a lot of really good cowboy fans there, though. Yeah, it will, but it won't be fifty fifty. Nah, I can't. I can't remember a Philly Cowboy game where both teams are this good this early yeah. like that. Like I think Phil, I think Philly fans are going to show up. I oh, think yeah. it'll be it'll it'll be a, a hostile environment, no doubt about it. But to be honest with you, I kind of think this team is built for that. Like they they play really good defense, and when you worry about crowd noise, you're way more worried about the offense yeah, than the defense. The I think they'll thrive. And this is also the kind of team they got that kind of nastiness about them where they will they will revel you in know, the idea of of the opponent fans really getting after them and then wanting to shut them up. You know who is? Day. You know who else is playing at home? Micah Parsons. There you go. Back yep. to Pennsylvania. There we go. All right, appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back on Monday. Let you know what went right and wrong for the Cowboys. We'll be a little tired, but we'll Hunter be McGovern here too. Till then, for uh, for Nick Even, Brian Broaddus, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagleton. This has been the break live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!